Welcome to another podcast from the School of Economics and Finance. My name is Ashley Arnold and today uh, another episode in our series with our alums. I welcome Junior. Junior, welcome. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Hope you're well. I'm very well, thank you. And again, I keep saying this over and over again, we're doing this via Zoom, we're still in lockdown, so <laughs> any interruptions, any sirens, any sort of knocks on the door, um, that's the, the reason for this. So um, let's kick off at, at the very beginning. So um, you chose to come to Queen Mary University and the School of Economics. So what was your sort of decision process like? What was your thinking behind coming to Queen Mary, I guess? Um, I think at the time I had started in 2008, which was, you know, the height of the, um, the recession then. And uh, I think economics was a big part of the news on a daily basis. And I, I was sort of at that crossroad where I was coming out of a really good college and I had really good grades, grades across the board and I wasn't quite sure which one to focus on, um, sort of jack of all trades. And um, with with the the economic crisis at that point, I thought it was it was a good time to actually start to learn and understand what's really happening. And because clearly, uh, economists are going to be very very important in the future. So that was my bet, <laughs> and that was that was my reasoning behind. Uh, going for the School of Economics, actually. Yeah, and that's good to hear because there's a lot of people now, I'm sure, looking at these sorts of subjects and going, you know, how are we going to help the economy? And maybe, mm. the, well, these are the subjects I should be be looking at. Then, um, and tell me more about, you know, Queen Mary itself. Um, I've talked to a lot of students and alums and they tell me so many things. A lot of it revolves around food, funnily enough. Um, but just in terms of, you know, what it's like to be a student. I know it's some time ago, but I don't think that's changed. Um, and, and what sort of things we could should be suggesting to people looking to, to start in September? Um, do you know, what? it's a it's one of the best universities. I mean, I've only been to one, but um, I, the reason I, I picked Queen Mary above uh, quite a few others that I had as as my other options was I, I knew that the environment would would set me up very well for whichever career path I wanted to go. Um, it's the, the university's got an outstanding re- reputation, and just to be able to piggyback off the back of that um i knew it would, it would work out really well for me um regardless of what i studied to be honest but the in terms of the actual experience i uh I, i'll say i didn't get the typical university experience mainly because i lived in london and it is at london university mm-hmm. um but that's i i didn't i didn't feel like i needed that at the time um i know a lot of people try to sort of leave home just to get away from the parents sometimes to go to university <laughs> um luckily i was actually living out on my own at that time anyway in london so um, i didn't need to have any form of escape um so I, I i really went into university to see the the most i can get out of it not just with my academic degree but um i was thinking if i can leave here after three years learning a new language picked up a new skill made some new friends and I got a degree, that would be the most fulfilling thing. And, and uh, with all the societies and, and the enrichment activities and, and all the associations that's involved with Queen Mary, um, that's definitely possible. You can come out of there with more than just uh, a degree, which is obviously very helpful in the job market, but new friends, life skills, new experiences, um, and, and yeah, maybe even a new language. The opportunities are, are uh, abundant, really. Yeah, and a lot of um, students and, and alums tell me that, you know, when you join, you must get involved in a society that, that's um, of interest to you as a person. Um, yeah. would, would you agree with that to sort of just jump in and go for it? Yeah, I'd say typically don't 
don't do what I did and sign up to every society <laughs> just because it's fresh as day and they're all handing out sweets. So you have to sign up to all of them um, because you will get your inbox full. And, and to be honest, you, you, that's your secondary motive for being there. The primary motive is the lectures that you signed up to. Um, so y- you'll be limited in time. Um, so I'd say, you know, move around different societies, explore certain things, maybe go to the things that you know you're going to love, but also try out new things. Uh, I remember when I signed up for the first year, I signed up for fencing classes. Um, (laughs) um, So I was doing all sorts of things that I'd never had the opportunity or the privilege to try out uh, before, just to sort of explore and and discover myself. And that's what what university is really about. Um, But, you know, once you start to knuckle down, you start to realize that this is something that you're quite passionate about. Um, really go for it. I, I, I discovered my passion towards the end of first year of entrepreneurship and business. Mm. And although that we had a business society, there wasn't quite, uh, every time I went to the business society, they were talking about, you know, just talk typical business news, but it wasn't really focused on entrepreneurship. So I, I co-founded the Enterprise Society. And that's another beautiful thing about the, the university. There's opportunities. If there's something that you don't see there, you can be the person to introduce it. Um, and, and that was uh, the start of a nice, a nice lifelong journey with me in entrepreneurship and just helping other students access. Yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic story because, you know, when I was introduced to you and I've told all about you, and we'll, we'll revisit some of the school's extracurricular activities that you've got involved in economics. But tell us about your journey then since leaving. So you've become an entrepreneur and, it, you know, you you haven't just done the one thing, you've done many things and they've all been successful in their own right. So, so tell us more about your career since leaving um, all those years ago. So um, I think the first couple of months after I graduated, um, I was at a sort of a crossroads of what to do because I'd, I'd had a business that I was working on the side, which was going really, really well. And I thought, let me give it a bit of time to actually sort of work on that. Um, but I also had a, quite a bit of time on my hands as well, just you know, being released from all these piles of exams. Um, so I, I, I used that time to write a book mainly about my experience and the book was called How to Be a Student Entrepreneur and the, I got a publishing contract for that book um, in the end and a few months later it was released um, at London Business Startup Show in 2011 and that really took my career like just through the roof. Um, instantly I had a PR manager and I was talking on stages at two or three times a week um, and, and the momentum just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger as people were sort of waking up to some of the ideas that I shared in the book. So that sort of took me on, on that sort of trajectory of learning more about entrepreneurship and being more involved in entrepreneurship and also being a speaker. So over the past 10 years, I've built a career as a, as a motivational speaker, going into various schools and colleges and universities, encouraging other young people to, to trial out entrepreneurship. Um, I've also um, gone into obviously business myself and setting up various business ventures. Some of them have been very successful, some of them not so, but that's, that's part of the, uh, the fun and the journey of it. Um, and also working alongside educational institutions like Queen Mary to either come back lecturing or do uh, some of the entrepreneurial curriculum and um, encourage some of the students on, on the ground there as well. So it's, um, it's been quite varied, but that's, I think that's the type of lifestyle that I, I also wanted to design for myself as well, that I can have the freedom and flexibility to wear different hats, different days of the week. Yeah, and you talked about, you know, Queen Mary being the catalyst for that in the society. So, you know, what else did Queen Mary give you in setting you up for this life of being an entrepreneur? 
Well, you know, I realized that being at university is actually one of the best positions to launch your own business. Um, you know, because not only do you get student discounts from everything, which helps save startup costs, um, I realized that, you know, you can, you can talk to the law lecturers and just, just go across the buildings, figure out how to set up your business legally. Um, you can talk to graphic design students who are looking for work experience and get them to work on some of your projects with you. Um, it's, it's a wonderful incubator being in this amazing space. And, and you know, there's about nine to 12,000 other students on campus. Surely you can find a product or a service to, to fit some of their needs. And then that's probably your first trial of your business. Then you can take that outside of it. So I, I realized that I was in this wonderful ecosystem, um, being a university student, but in particular with, with Queen Mary, not only was it the societies, but there was also the competitions. So there was business competitions and things that, that was happening. And um, I remember I actually got a grant for, for one of the business competitions and also the, the, the wider network as well, being plugged into various other businesses helped me build business networks and build business connections. Um, the moment I graduated, all of that just disappeared. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I definitely encourage students to make the most of the opportunity while they're in that space um, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful um, catalyst and, and it's a wonderful launch pad to set up any type of business really. Just being in such an environment where there's so much resources, finance, ideas, um, discussions and just opportunities. And, and that's really lovely to, to hear because again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, a few months uh, at Queen Mary myself and you do find there's a, a tremendous community there uh, mm. supporting each other across the schools and across the university, which is lovely. And, you, and something we, we, we call Qnomics, you're still involved with that. So um, are you able to sort of tell us a little bit more about it, how it works? Why yeah. people are yeah, Qnomics is, I mean, it wasn't around when I was at uni, but um, I'm thank God that it's around now because it is probably one of the most amazing initiatives that I've ever come across. Um, it's basically given students the opportunity to get a taste of what it's like to be in a real, real world, doing the real jobs that they want to. Because we all know that once you're at university, unless you've had experience doing something, you're, not, you're never too sure. It might sound good on a sheet of paper, it probably pays well, but doing the work on the day-to-day, -day, you don't actually know whether you know, you've got the knack for it or whether it's something that you're gonna hate once you're getting into it. And I find too often people make that career choices and they just sign the first contracts once they graduate that they're offered um, without realizing their own purpose and what they want to do. Whereas Qnomics is a, is a wonderful space where students can, let's say if they wanted to get into business consulting, they can, trial and practice their skills with actual real businesses. Um, so mentors like me, I come along with my years of experience in business consulting and I just observe them. I give them feedback before and give them feedback after. And the, the amazing growth that happens in that short space of time just by being underground and actually having, um, you know, getting your feet wet into, into the industry and, and dealing with real life cases, real life marketing, um, dilemmas and you're there you're you're the person that's everything's being put on your shoulders to answer the questions properly and and you're also getting the mentorship and the feedback it's uh it, it just speeds up the learning curve for most people mm -hmm. and um you know even for me i it took me 10 years to be good at sort of selling some of my services and these the students are now learning that within a matter of of hours basically um, because I'm, I'm just there sort of pouring and, and likewise with all the other mentors just pouring into the, the students preparing them for the world of work 
So um, initiatives at Qnomics has is, is been uh, a godsend for many students. And how would you suggest students starting again in September, how they should get involved? What, what is it that you as a mentor would want from them to, to do um, and to get involved? How would they sort of, you know, start off? Because everything's brand new, societies and all these extracurricular activities from the school. But as you rightly say, Qnomics is a really sort of powerful thing to mm. get involved with. So, you know, what would you expect as a mentor from them? Well, according to my knowledge, it is very competitive. Uh, I mean, for example, I only get to work with probably two students at a time, which is brilliant because I get to pour in as much as I can in them. If, if it was a class of 30 students, then I'm going to be spreading myself quite thin. So to be selected as one of the two or, or four students who, who get chosen, I think it's really just about standing out from the get-go. So the moment you touch campus, hit the ground running, make a first impression with the lecturers because they're, they're the ones that's going to be making the key decisions. Um, show that this is something that you want more than others. Um, and again, I think that's a great um, course to run to prepare you for the competitive world that's out there um, and just to sort of push, push yourself. So I'd, I'd definitely say um, just try to get ahead of everybody else. Be on time to your lectures. You know, go out your way to actually show an interest in certain things. If you are given the opportunity, seize it with both hands. Um, the worst thing is students being given amazing opportunities to propel them to, to an, an, a new realm, but you know, maybe they missed the deadline because they fell asleep or, or they decided to go to the party instead. So um, seizing these type of opportunities is, is very, very important once they are given to you. I, I think that's absolutely excellent advice. And, uh, you know, the school, there's so much going for it and there's, so much opportunity um, going through a degree and many people stay on and do a master's and so on. There's others who leave for um, a, a wonderful career. What I always like to ask people that I'm talking to, you know, you know, you know London incredibly well. We've got a lot of people coming from overseas, but what are, what are sort of one or two things that, I know London's a massive place, but one or two things that we should recommend people listening now, that when you come, these are the things you must do in your three, four years in London don't miss it, do these things. And as I said, most people talk about food, which is fantastic, but what, what would you suggest? Yeah. Um, do you know, London is actually very, very big. It's funny. Yes. Um, I, I would actually say, it's, it's so cliche, but visit as many attractions as possible. Hmm. Um, being a Londoner, believe it or not, it was probably about 20 five years old before I started to actually actively go out to the museums and, and visit because you just take it for granted. It's like, oh yeah, that's, that's Madame Tussauds. I go past it every single day. Um, but there's so much culture and there's so much richness in, in London. Um, and, and yeah, just explore because the, I think one of the most beautiful things about London, it's such a diverse city compared to most cities in the world. And you can find pretty much every single culture, every single language in London. Um, and it would be a shame for you to live in London, but you're not, you're still sort of culturally ignorant um, because you're going to come into contact with so many people. I think just go out there, try new cuisines that you never tried before. You know, go out to Shoreditch, meet some new people and then go to the other side of town and, and just sort of broaden your horizons because um, London is that type of hub. And, and, and that's the best thing I'd say is have a list of things that you like, but explore, explore within yourself, discover yourself, try um, new new music. Listen, there's, there's there's such a wide range of of opportunities in London, um, and living in such a diverse culture means that we all really should, as Londoners, be 
um, as, as diverse as we can be in our mindset and approaching other people. I, I think that's absolutely spot on. I couldn't uh, have asked for anything better. It, we all know you, you jump on a tube for 10 minutes and you're in a completely different part yeah. of London and you must explore, don't sit in your room, um, when lockdown lists especially. But uh, exactly. I, I think that's been brilliant. And tonight, another 20 minutes of really good insights for our future students. And I'm sure those of you listening, some of you are going to bump into Junior and he might become your mentor. So look out for him, look out for his website, look out for him on LinkedIn. He's done some brilliant stuff uh, and he can really be somebody who can help you uh, in your future career. Thank you again for that. Now, those, uh, again, listening to these uh, episodes, I talk a lot about our social media. Do follow us on all those platforms because we, we drop news, information about school and various other bits and pieces uh, going on. But also just to keep you up to date with the university uh, and what's going on there. So again, Junior, fantastic 20 minutes. Thank you again for your time. And I know we're going to do a few more of these, I'm sure, in the future to, to drop in and see how you're doing as well. Thank you. Nice, definitely. Thank you, Ashley. Take care.